When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So I used the savings from switching to Progressive 30 years ago to buy tickets to the championship game. You know, between those two teams that didn't exist 30 years ago? Yeah, I'm a big Alaska Palm Trees fan. Which is a team now, in the future? So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. SEC Baseball Tournament Preview today with Kip Balknight. I'm Emerson Phillips, and... We got the late game tonight, Kip. Uh, Tuesday start for the SEC tournament in Hoover, Alabama. Gamecocks get Missouri in the last game of the first day of the tournament. And the first day is single elimination day. The winners on Tuesday will advance to the double elimination portion of the bracket. So basically after Tuesday's games, four games on Tuesday. After Tuesday's games, we're down to eight teams left. And it's double elimination from there. So the Gamecocks get Missouri to start it off tonight, Kip. And... Uh, you know, it could be a 9.30 or 9.45 start tonight, depending on how all these other games in Hoover go. We do already have one game in the book. Texas A&M beat Vanderbilt 3-1 to today to get the action started in Hoover. So, Kip, talk about uh, Carmen Majinski getting the start for the Gamecocks tonight against Missouri. Missouri's obviously up against it. A lot of folks feel like they got to win at least three games in Hoover to get in the tournament. The Gamecocks appear to be firmly in having won five consecutive SEC series. But uh, Missouri is starting its ace, T.J. Sikama, who won last week at his start against Tennessee. And the Gamecocks have elected to go with Carmen Majinski. So uh, talk about that decision and, and the thought process, Kip, coming into a, a Tuesday night game like this to start the conference tournament. Well, first and foremost, Sikama's a very good pitcher, and South Carolina's certainly going to have to try to look at the back at the film that they when they faced him. Uh, at Carolina Stadium or Founders Park, and uh, yeah, they're going to have to come out and play well and hit the ball and and manufacture some runs. And I certainly have no issue at all with Majinski. I, I like Carmen Majinski a lot. I think he's got a bright future at South Carolina. He is a freshman. Um, he's a guy that can get a lot of ground balls. If he can pitch to contact and try to make something happen within the first three or four pitches of each at bat. I think that bodes well for him and the Gamecocks as long as he can keep the ball down and get ground balls like he's certainly capable of doing. And I, I think, honestly, they're probably just trying to make sure that they keep the normal amount of rest uh, for their pitchers. You know, Logan Chapman pitched last Thursday at Texas A&M. And even though that's what the guys will be doing at the next level in the minor leagues. If you pitch on a Thursday, you'll come back and pitch on a Tuesday. That's normal, uh, you know, four days rest, pitching on the fifth day. But he's not used to that. So I don't blame Mark Kingston a bit or Skylar Mead and going to a guy like uh, 
Carmen Majeski tonight to make sure that uh, even though it's a single elimination, if they lose tonight, they're going home. But I think that just goes to show the confidence they have in our bats, and it goes to show the confidence they have in Carmen Majeski. And I certainly think he's more than capable of doing well tonight and getting the Gamecocks into the double elimination portion of the tournament. Kip, how important is this game tonight for South Carolina? You know, there's talk that the Gamecocks are locked into the two-seed line for the upcoming NCAA tournament. You know, I've heard speculation that uh, Carolina could win the SEC tournament and still not host a regional because the Gamecocks have lost 22 games. And some folks feel like that's just too many, too many losses to host a regional. And, again, this is all speculation. uh, But, you know, if Carolina were to make a run in Hoover – I got to feel like they're making a strong case, you know, coming into the tournament, they're the hottest team in the SEC right now. And if they were to sweep this tournament, I would think the Gamecocks have got to get some consideration, even with the 22 losses, Kip. They're playing so strong second half of the season, and they finished on such a high note. I think the Gamecocks have got to at least receive some consideration. So that's obviously plenty of incentive. Uh, But the flip side, Kip, is kind of interesting, and it's something that, you know, we don't talk about a lot, but – when you get knocked out in the first day, you get a chance to rest some arms and, you know, get a couple of days of practice and work on some things and a chance to recharge the batteries a little bit going into the tournament. So what's the best-case scenario for the Gamecocks? I think it's win. I think they do have a chance to host. I do know, though, that there will have to be uh, – it has to be a perfect situation. I think certain teams would have to lose out early across the country in their perspective college – uh, conference tournaments, rather. But most importantly, I think it's important for South Carolina to continue playing because they're still getting better, and they're swinging the bats hot, and they're. Uh, I think it's important to continue to play when you're hot because if you have to sit in baseball, and you look back at the World Series when the Rockies made it that year and they swept through the first couple uh, divisions, or the uh, wild card and then division series, and they sat for about a week. And they lost four games to none in the World Series. And it didn't surprise me because I know what it feels like. Extra rest, in my opinion, in baseball, especially for a pitcher, usually is not good. I mean, I, if, I, if I look back at my career numbers, probably on six and seven days rest in the minor leagues, they weren't very good at all. I like pitching every five days. It's easy to keep a feel for your pitches. You get into a routine. Your body knows when it wakes up on that fifth day, you're supposed to be pitching. And when you don't get to pitch for 10, 11, 12 days, that makes it really, really tough. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, again, that's something Skylar Mee's done a great job with his pitching staff this year. He's got guys in when they needed to be in, even if the game didn't really dictate that, because he knows that it's not good for pitchers to sit a long time. And, you know, I, I think back to my sophomore year, in the year 1999, South Carolina, we were 33 and 24. We won the Eastern Division. We were 15 and 15, and we did not even make the NCAA tournament. So, for South Carolina to be in a position now that we're talking about potential hosts, I think just goes to show where this program's at from a national perspective and what people feel about it. I mean, obviously, a two time national champion. Uh, you know, a, a national champion runner-up in, I believe, 02 and uh, 2012, uh, a program that's arguably the program of the 2000s. Um, they deserve to be in that conversation. 
if they fall short, they have no one to blame but themselves. When you lose the Presbyterian, Charleston Southern, uh, Furman, um, you know, you lose those games, those midweek games, that, 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 that definitely could come back to bite them for sure. Cause I think if they win three or four of those games, it's a no brainer that South Carolina would be hosting, in my opinion. So, uh, you know, that's hurt them, but you know what? That's, uh, that's behind them. All they can do is look forward. And I, I think tonight is a very important game for South Carolina. And, uh, I think it's uh, a very winnable game for them, and they're certainly going to be ready to play. And they're going to have to be able to, uh, you know, battle through some adversity because, I mean, I think that first game today, A&M Bandy was in a rain delay for a while as well. So I think they'll be lucky to start by 10 o'clock tonight. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be playing baseball into tomorrow morning, I believe. And uh, they, they've got to be able to handle that well. Yep, it's going to be a late night tonight for Gamecock baseball fans. We're recording here on Tuesday in South Carolina, scheduled to take on Missouri. We got a 9.45 scheduled start time right now as we're recording here on uh, Tuesday afternoon. You mentioned the rain delay in the Vanderbilt uh, Texas A&M game. A&M won that game 3-1, to one. and uh, right now it is Auburn with a lead on Kentucky. And it's overcast in Hoover right now. We could get some more rain there today. Well, obviously, we don't know how that's going to play out. So it could be a late start tonight for the Gamecocks. 9.45 at the earliest as of right now. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting pitching matchups. We told you that it'll be Carmen Majinski throwing for the Gamecocks. T.J. Sikama, the ace of the Missouri staff, gets the nod for the Tigers. Majinski's a freshman right-hander, 2-5 and five with a 4.93 34 Ks and 15 walks in 34 innings pitched this year. And Sycamore, sophomore lefty, 3-5 with a 3.41 ERA, 66 innings, 75 Ks, 19 walks. And, Kip, you mentioned that he pitched the first game of the Missouri series that was in Columbia just 11 days ago. Missouri won that game 5-3. Sycamore got a no decision. He pitched uh, four and two-thirds, gave up one run. But he's the ace of the Missouri staff, and they got a win here in Hoover, so they're going with their best guy. Yeah, they are. I mean, again, South Carolina's got to be ready to play. He's certainly capable of pitching into the seventh, eighth inning. He's a really good pitcher, and South Carolina's going to have to manufacture some runs. And Carmen he's going to have to come out and throw strikes. If he can, uh, you know, again, I, I do have high hopes for this young man. I think he's going to be a Friday, Saturday night type guy. Uh, in the SEC at some point in his career. And, uh, you know, you're talking about a guy that used to throw nothing but forcing fastballs and really came over the top and had a violent delivery and they really tried to change his arm angle and now he's throwing two seam fastballs and trying to sink that ball and get ground balls. So it's a, it's a completely different, not only pitch in motion and delivery, but a different mentality too. So he's had to adjust a lot. And I, I think that, um, you know, the best days are to come for him, and hopefully tonight's a good one. Auburn's got a 3-1 to one lead in the fourth inning as we record here on Tuesday afternoon. Still to come tonight, Mississippi State and LSU. LSU at 44 in the RPI, uh, considered a bubble team right now, as is Kentucky, according to Ben McDonald, the SEC Network color analyst. A lot of interesting discussion going on during these games today on the SEC Network about the conference as a whole. Uh, right now, the SEC Network projecting four number one seeds for the Southeastern Conference, four number twos and three number threes. But there's still a lot of baseball to be played before the 
seedings and the pairings are announced for the NCAA tournament. So, Kip, we're looking at a late start tonight, and the winner of tonight's game will get the late game again tomorrow against Arkansas, and that will be the start of double elimination play. So, you know, the winner tonight sets up to spend a, a weekend and perhaps more in Hoover. So it's an interesting time of year because teams are jockeying, as we talked about last week, for bids to the tournament. Some teams still trying to get in. Some teams trying to secure a top eight national seed. And other teams, you know, like the Gamecocks, trying to host a regional. Yeah, this is the best time of the year. I mean, this is what you play for in South Carolina. You know, a month ago, six weeks ago, they didn't know that they would even be in this tournament. A lot of fans, I think, are are ecstatic with the turnaround and, you know, what Mark Kingston and his staff and ultimately the players have been able to do. And, you know, now it's it's left up to South Carolina to, to go out and really try to, you know, extend on this momentum that they've created and, and do everything they can to put themselves in a better position. Because I do believe uh, they've done enough to certainly – be in an NCAA regional. Where that regional is and what type of seed they get and what type of regional they get is all going to depend on what happens here in Birmingham. And it all starts tonight. And I just think, this again, this team is uh, – they've been through the lowest of the lows. I mean, they are certainly going to go out and play hard and do everything they can to win tonight. Kip, you going to stay up late and watch the ball game? I will definitely be watching, that's for sure. <laughs> I knew you would. All right, get your popcorn ready for late night Gamecock baseball tonight, 9.45, schedule time, a start time. That's Eastern time for South Carolina and Missouri opening day of the SEC baseball tournament. Kip, uh, we'll come back after the tournament wraps up. And once the NCAA tournament uh, pairings are announced, we'll come back and have a full NCAA tournament preview as well here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Go Gamecocks. That's Kip Balknight. He won the Golden Spikes Award, and that goes to the top amateur player in all of baseball here in America. And I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll do it again next week here on Gamecock Central Radio. Mm-hmm.